Thanks for joining us on Money Minds, a podcast with a refreshing outlook on finances. Here we will talk about how changing our thoughts about money directly affect how our money works for us. Hi, I'm Monet with Monet Talks, and on today's episode, we will be talking about our feelings about money. When we hear the word money, what comes to mind? Whether it's something you've said or something you've heard others say, it's usually something negative, like, I hate talking about money, or talking about money or budgeting is stressful, or only broke people talk about money. This kind of talk creates a negative connotation about money in your mind and produces a negative attitude about money. And we all know ourselves when we have a negative attitude, okay? It is not pretty. And it is imperative that we detach money from the negative place in our minds if we are to move forward. Then we must create a new, positive, productive place for money in our minds. Okay? Let's go back to the initial thought and emotions that come to mind when we mention the word money. Let's unlock this thing. Here's a mental exercise. Okay, if you can, get a pen and paper and write this out. Or you can use your phone and you can write a note in your phone. If you're not able to write right now, that's fine. But I want you to follow along with me on this. All right. We're going to unlock this thing. Where your money mindset came from and where it started. As a child, reach back into your memories of money, of things that you saw. Okay, what things did you see? What things did you hear in regards to money? I want you to grab all those memories of money struggles. From seeing those struggles, hearing about those struggles, think about what did you learn about money and who did you learn it from? Here's some examples to help you, okay? Did you come from a single-parent household where your mother or father was working multiple jobs? Maybe you learned from watching them that money was hard to come by or difficult to attain. Money made your life hard or money was stressful and money wears you out. Or did you come from a household where you saw a family member that worked all the time and was never home with the family? You may have learned that money takes away the people you love most. Money leaves you lonely or money makes you sad. Maybe you grew up in the hood, the projects, or a disadvantaged neighborhood where you've seen robberies or heard about killings or shootings over money. You may have learned that money makes you do evil things to get it or that money is evil. Or money is hard to come by, so you have to take it from others. Take this time and write out these experiences. You can pause the podcast. Don't get too deep, but I want you to recognize that your current thinking patterns did not appear out of nowhere. They were created. And they were created at a specific time in your life, and they weren't your own. Recognize that these money struggles forced you to subconsciously digest these negative connotations about money and rehearse them as you grew up. Recognize 
that these money struggles of your family, friends, and neighborhood imprinted attachments of money to pain, struggle, and hardships onto you. Now, I want you to ask yourself, did these experiences follow you? Are you repeating the same patterns that you saw? Are you passing these negative money thoughts to your kids? Sit here with me for a moment, okay? Listen to me. This negative money thinking is called financial trauma. Some of us are literally walking around with PTSD about money and we don't even know it. We're living life masking the trauma and covering it up with the grind. Okay? Some of us have no real life because we spend all of our time chasing money. You know that's called a scarcity mindset. Some of us spend all of our time chasing men with money. Ooh. <laughs> okay? Chasing men with money and demanding a lifestyle you think is owed to you. That's called pride and toxic thinking that leads to toxic living. Hmm. Okay? Some of us live small lives, and I'm not talking about pure contentment. I'm not talking about that you've downsized because you've realized that all these extra things in life aren't needed for you. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about small lives to where you're holding on to your pennies so tight that you are rubbing the copper off of them. (laughs) You are forcing yourself to believe that less is enough. You're forcing yourself to believe that. And you suppress your dreams, thinking that they're too bold or too expensive to achieve. Again, that is scarcity mindset, where you mentally derive this feeling that you are unworthy of anything that costs money. You got to let that go. All of it. You got to let all of that go. What this exercise is doing here is unlocking how your early experiences with money help to shape your view and feelings of money now. But guess what? Now we know. Now we can learn where it came from, call it out, and move forward. And we won't blame anyone. Okay, it's not a blame game. Life is life, and you have also done some things that have made negative imprints on others as you have grown up, I am sure. Okay? So we will heal from this by choosing a different path. And this extends way beyond money talk. This is a mental journey to a better version of yourself. If you were fortunate enough to catch the words to the podcast intro song, the purpose of Money Minds is to introduce content that will free your mind and empower you to change your life. Money Minds is here to help you launch change in your life, beginning with money. What the Bible says is that money is the answer to all things. And since money answers all things, we best get on good terms about it. Okay? So now that we've dug into our past, and now that we understand at a deeper level how our circumstances affected our mindset, let's get to changing it. 
I mean, let's face it. The reason you tuned in, besides obvious curiosity, (laughs) shows that you want to change and that you are willing to do something about it. And that is awesome. So fast forward to today. There are three reasons why money isn't giving you all the feels. It could be one or all of these reasons. Either your money is stagnant, it's not moving, you don't fully understand the purpose of money, or money just doesn't seem to be working for you. You just seem to be working so hard for it. Okay? Now brace yourselves, because I'm about to tell you how to solve all these money problems. Are you ready? You must begin by learning what money actually is, like what it actually is. Now, what you thought it was, what money actually is. And drum roll, please. Money is both a resource and a tool. There it is. That's it. Money is a resource and a tool. And you know what we're about to do? We're about to unlock this thing. But first, a quick sidebar. With Money Minds, I want to not only introduce thoughts and ideas to you, but my goal here is to map it back to your mind and challenge your thought patterns. Think of this podcast as an opportunity to have a virtual chat with me, Monet, okay? And we just chilling. We just chilling and talking, vibing off a fresh view of money concepts and improving our lives. I am here creating a non-judgmental zone for us to evolve into the best version of ourselves. And before we move on, I want to mention an important thing. Okay, for each podcast episode, I will post a discussion on Money Minds by Monet Facebook page and Instagram feed. Again, that is Money Minds by Monet, M-O-N-E, on both Facebook and Instagram. So I welcome your reactions to each episode, and I invite you to participate in the discussions that strike up in the post. I'm going to start a lot of the discussions based off of, you know, maybe some heavy hitters that are discussed in the episode because I want to get your feedback on them. So um, please participate. That'll be awesome. And I'll be reading the comments, and I'll try my best to answer as many questions as I can on the post. Or if I see a lot of people saying the same things or asking similar questions, I'm just going to create a specific episode where I'm going to answer the most commonly asked questions. Okay. All right. Back to the idea that money is both a resource and a tool. Okay. First, what is a resource and what is a tool? Hmm. So I'm a visual person, so I find clarity in vivid stories where I can connect with the answer. So that's how I will answer things that require an explanation. Okay, I want to create a picture in your minds if I can, because one, you can't see me, (laughs) and it's easier to understand difficult or sensitive concepts if you have a visual picture. So we have our main resources that we need to live. Air, food, water, clothes, and shelter. And without any one of these basic needs, 
then we won't be surviving very long. (coughs) Well, guess what? Money is also a resource. And remember earlier when I referenced that God let us know thousands of years ago that money was the answer to all things, right? Well, besides air and some filtered rainwater, our basic needs all cost money. Think about that. They all cost money. We have to pay for food. Pay for clean water if you're not just filtering it. And pay for clothes and pay for shelter. So that means money has to be in that list of resources or we won't be able to attain these other things unless we're living off the grid and, you know, we know MacGyver, okay? So that's what that means. To get by on basic living, money is our agent of exchange and bargaining for these things. Simply said, money is in a list of things we need to live to make our living comfortable. In other words, money is a tool. With this idea, okay, we're making the simple, practical observation that money is a tool that we can use to meet the need for food, clothes, shelter, and so on. So like a hammer, when we see some nails sticking out, we immediately recall that a hammer is the best tool to use to get those nails safely in the wall, right? So in the same way, when we are low on a basic necessity to live and to flourish, we should recall that money will be the best tool to use to get us to a place of stable survival. And once you realize that money is a tool, paying off bills, saving for vacation, you wanting to buy a house or a car is going to become much easier, I assure you. Once you know how to use money to get these things done, it will no longer feel like a chore. You will simply need to get the right tool and use it properly to get the job done, right? And neither one of these should be stressful, knowing that money is a resource and a tool. Now comes with the education of learning, how do I pull this resource when I need it? How do I use this tool when I need it? Now I'm able to put money in the right perspective where money is useful to me instead of money being burdensome to me, okay? I can now reach into this tool and this resource called money to get the job done and to move my life along the path that I envisioned it. And that leads us to the Money Minds Call and Response. The call is... How do I change my negative feelings about money? And the money mind's response is by viewing money as a resource and a tool and learning to use it as such. And that's all for today's episode. Thanks for listening. Tune in again next Tuesday here on Money Minds. And remember, well... It starts in your mind.